Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? Y'all know how I love connecting with fellow health practitioners who love Jesus. And I have a beautiful soul with us here today. She is a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. She inspires a huge following on her YouTube channel. And she has a book called Growing Strong. And it's so lovely and wonderful. And I just really wanted to introduce her um, to y'all and just have a great chat today. And so I'm just so happy that she's here to talk about food, fitness, and Jesus. Welcome Cambria Joy to the Christian Health Club podcast. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea. Wow. You are literally, that was just the sweetest introduction ever. Oh my goodness. You're amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, well, it's wonderful to have you here. Why don't we start by um, you just telling us more about you and the work that you do? Yes. Well, I started my YouTube channel when my family moved from Southern California to Central California. I had no friends. I had nothing to do. I was devastated that, you know, God, I was like, God, why did we move away from all my friends? You know, and I'm just like 14 years old and I'm bored. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to start making YouTube videos. And little did I know that in my high school years, as I, you know, began creating these videos and just sharing, you know, random fun videos about my life, I would actually enter into just a season where I really just fell into an eating disorder. My friend, she threw, I'll never forget this for the rest of my life. She threw her jeans across the room at me and she said, here, these are too big for me, but maybe you can fit into them. And it was the first time that I ever, you know, I I had grown up walking with Jesus and it was just really the first time that I ever saw my body as like, you know, in my mind now, it was like a measure of my worth. Like, oh, other people look at me like and they look at the way that I look and I've, how do I look? And anyway, it, it really just spiraled me into into an eating disorder and into trying to perfect the way that I looked. And um, but I was super open about it uh, with my YouTube audience. And it just I had no idea that so many women struggled with the exact same thing that I was going through and feeling like you're not enough and feeling like no matter how hard you try or no matter how much you work out that you just feel, you know, empty. And it really just led me to discover that, you know, our worth is not found in the mirror and our our purpose on earth is not to perfect our body. It's not to perfect our image. It's to reflect his image. And there's no there's no better uh, joy and and goodness than than that than than Jesus. So uh, that's my big long story in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So you were a you really started this um, in high school. Well, I mean yes. middle school and going into high school. 
that's exactly right. Middle school going into high school. Yep. I was in eighth grade. I skipped seventh grade. And in eighth grade, my friend said, I want to start a YouTube channel. And it like fired me up so much because I had wanted to do it for so long. You know, when somebody says something that you've been really wanting to do, like starting a podcast or like, I don't know, doing something that you're kind of scared to do, but you really want to do it. And you know that you you're like, yes, that is like what I am feeling called to do. You know, this is what God's putting in my heart. And I was like, I want to start a YouTube channel. And so I went home. I think it was like that that next week or something. And I filmed my first video. And I didn't post it for like months, I think. Um, <laughs> but I finally posted it. My heart was racing. And yeah, so I finally posted it. I think it was like the summer of going into my freshman year. And, um, and the rest is history. Here we are now. <laughs> so... Um- how long have you been doing it? This is another way of saying, how old are you? <laughs> yes, I know. I'm going to be 25 next week. Okay. Uh, actually, in less than a week, I'll be 25. So I've been doing this for like 11 years. Okay. Pretty crazy. I know. So I can't even believe it. When you started the, the YouTube channel and started putting all this stuff out there, were you still in the midst of struggling with an eating disorder? So no, I was, it was my... I think it was like later in my freshman year, really sophomore year was really when um, things really took a turn for the worst with, you know, binge eating and, sh- and restricting and dieting and, you know, falling into the whole diet culture um, and just trying to perfect my body and and just really this uh, obsession with myself. And I really didn't know quite on. I really didn't know. I was so blind just by this whole thing that I, I didn't know that it was even, you know, self-idolatry. I I just had no idea. I was so just like, oh, if I can just get to this, if I can, you know, I was thinking about, I'm just going to take care of my body. Um, but I look back and, uh, and, and getting through it, there was a moment where I realized I'm like, this is not, this is so, this is not healthy. The more I tried to be healthy, the further away I got from health. And so it was, yeah, it was about my freshman, late freshman, sophomore year of high school. That's pretty, it's pretty profound for a high schooler. I, I mean, I think it's been a while since I've been in high school, but <laughs> to have a, um, maybe have an understanding or realization, um, an aha moment of that, of, of, the self idolatry with uh the focus on focus on the flesh really i mean how mm-hmm. how did that happen for you uh you said you grew up you grew up christian so i yes. okay in your family um was it i mean I, just holy spirit yeah, like yeah. bopping you upside the head or what <laughs> no literally uh by the grace of god i am who i am right so but it truly it is i so with that, I would say that I, because I had walked with Jesus, Jesus, you know, my, my whole life really just from a little, little girl, I just, I loved Jesus. I knew that he loved me and just walking with him. So it really, I really do say this out of such a sincere uh, heart that I was so innocent in it in the beginning that I just was like, I would pray and I would say like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then I would pop a diet pill 
and I, and I can, and I can, and I would restrict out of like, I have self-control and this, it, and it was so, it was totally the enemy, right? Because that's what the enemy does is he distorts everything that's good. You know, the Bible says that physical training is of some value. Now it's not the most valuable thing. It's, you know, godliness is of, you know, for value for eternally. Right. But it was like the enemy just completely like distorted it and he twisted it and something that can be, you know, that can be good that, you know, taking care of this body that God has given us. But it was, you know, he distorted it for me. And so for many years it was, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I would, you know, go to the gym even when I didn't feel like it, when I had restricted my food all day. And it was very like, and, but, but God is so patient and he's so loving and he's so gracious that, I, I got to this moment. It it was quite literally a moment in time when I was, because I was restricting so severely with my food and then I struggled with binge eating. Um, I had eaten like six rolls of ciabatta bread with like honey and butter. And I was so hungry. Like I literally was out of control binge eating and I, I will never forget that moment, like lying on the floor of my bedroom with my with just tears streaming down my face, feeling so sick to my stomach and so full on the outside, but so completely empty on the inside. And like I could never I couldn't try hard enough. And yet I had gotten myself to this place where I had I felt like I had dug myself into this pit. And I remember just crying out to God and being like, God, I, I got myself into this and I don't even know what to do, Lord, but please like get, please help me, please help me, please save me. I realized in that moment that I could not save myself. And that is really where the whole, this whole journey of just surrendering my body and my health over to God began. And it was Honestly, yeah, through the Holy Spirit, because, you know, he's, you know, Jesus said, I'm going to send a helper and he, and it, and it is, you know, he's our helper. And so it was truly the Holy Spirit as I, you know, read, read the scriptures, uh, you know, they read me, you know, David search my heart, Lord, and God really searched my heart and pulled things out that were, were pulling me away from him and revealing things to me, um, that I just was, you know what, this, this body is temporary. And I am not put on this earth to perfect my image. I'm I'm literally here to reflect the image of God. And I'm here to please God. I'm not here to perfect a body that he's given me that's only temporary. And it took me it took me a long time to realize that and to and for God um, for really me to be open to, to even receive that. But God did not give up on me um, as he doesn't give up on any of us. And um, and I'm so grateful because now I enjoy health and fitness in a way that adds so much life to my life and doesn't suck the life out of my life. So it's it's he's really good. He's so good. I think you made such a good point. Um, I want to circle back to about how the the enemy can distort what can be good. You know, I think that health and fitness can take some measure of discipline, right? And mm-hmm. so I could see how being you know, restricting over exercising, you know, that could be distorted in somebody's mind as to um, at practicing discipline. I mean, did it feel like that for you? I, I, Absolutely. I, okay. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, sorry. I, didn't, I totally didn't mean that. But yeah, absolutely. Um, it definitely, it definitely was because, you know, we, because of, we, it's not our fault. It's, it's really not our fault that we live in a world. We live in a fallen world, right? We can't control that. And so it's not our fault that the enemy is going to do what he's going to do. But what we can do is we can hide the word of God in our heart, right? And we can, um, we can, we can know, we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And so, and that's the thing is that, you know, it, it's it's really like I, I think of the verse, no temptation has has overtaken you except such as is common demand. But God will be faithful. He will make a way of escape. And so that way of escape for me with the distortion was knowing the word of God was knowing what God said about me, not about what I think about myself or what, you know, other people think of me, like my friend who threw the jeans at me um, or, or what other, it didn't matter because what mattered is what God said about me. And even when I didn't believe it, right, either, even when my heart deceived me, God is greater than our heart. And so God really, I was transformed by the renewing of my mind, by knowing, by hiding God's word in my heart and knowing and being, you know, on guard that the enemy is out there and he is going to distort everything that's good and he is going to twist everything. And and it's funny because Adam and Eve, the first thing they noticed, right, was their body. They noticed their yes. nakedness. And so it's so funny to me that it's like, okay, there's nothing new under the sun. Like the enemy's still at it today, you know, in this diet culture with, uh, I mean, men and women, but especially women of, you know, that our worth is in our weight and our appearance is, you know, and we get sucked into it. But but we don't have to be sucked into it. We can go a better way. You don't have to go in circles. You don't have to feel like you're not enough. You don't have to feel like you're trying so hard and you're never getting anywhere. You can find rest in in him, in Jesus. And so but yeah, he definitely likes to twist everything. Um, but the Lord delivered me out of them all out of all of out of all of it so praise god for that amen um, i think you know i think a lot of us recognize that we put too much emphasis on the way that we look um and we want to not be so shallow and flesh fleshy <laughs> um you know flesh minded um but it's it is hard to set that aside. You know, every day you get up, you look in the mirror and you're just you're I tell I tell people you're looking at, you know, you see this, quote unquote, evidence of whatever it might be in the mirror or the way that you feel or something like that. And it's really hard to push past that, I think, for some people. You know, we wake up with wonderful intentions um, and then it, and by the end of the day, it falls apart. I really do think it's a, a daily a daily renewing of the mind but I mean how do you manage your mind around that or what what how do you help people or recommend to people or just to um to be able to kind of overcome that so much flesh focus yeah I think of the verse that you know Jesus said like man doesn't live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God and when I think about taking care of ourselves we think about nourishment we think about you know what am I feeding my body how am I moving my body and but with, with when it comes to our spirit, you know, it, we, we cannot live by we can't live by bread alone. We can't just focus on nourishing our bodies and, and thinking that that's the way that we're going to be, you know, healthy. Um, because, again, like the, the harder I tried to be healthy, the further away I move from health um, in every aspect of that, you know, spiritually, physically, uh, in every way. And so I think about, you know, nourishing ourselves quite literally on on daily bread and Jesus said I am the bread of life 
And Jesus said, you know, come to me, all who are weary and, and heavy burden. And I think about if fitness and taking care of yourself is making you, is weighing you down, is burdening you, then it needs to be completely, you know, giving it over to, to Jesus. Give it to him and say, God, you know what, this is, this is weighing me down. And that's the thing is that I've found when, when we go to him first, when we look to him as our, as the ultimate source of life, as our savior and our Lord and, and, and everything that we need, right? The great I am, I am everything that you will ever need me to be. And when, and when I think about, you know, when I think about everything else in my life in relation to Jesus through filtering, that's the thing. Okay. Let me say it this way. It's like we have, we like to compartmentalize our life. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I have my, my daily bread. I have my time in the scriptures and then I have my exercise and then I have my food and then I have my kids or I have my job or whatever it is. But it's like when everything, when we don't like just put, okay, my time in the word and my time with God and Jesus in this one compartment, but when he is right in everything, you know, in him, we live and move and breathe when it's like literally everything that we do can be done to the glory of God. Everything that we do can be pleasing to him. Then it's like he gets, we, we surrender and we invite him at the simultaneously. It's a surrender and an invitation of God to take over this area of my life, my health, my workouts, my food, everything. And it's surrendering it over to him in the sense that, you know what, God, you are my ultimate daily bread. You are ultimately the one who sustains me. And so help exercise, help nourishing my body to be in a place in my life that is not number one that is not of the utmost importance and then it adds to your life it doesn't suck the life out of your life right because then you're not thinking well, what am I eating and how is that going to affect the way that I look and how much am I working out because you know and, and it and it that is from that's a very very heavy place to be and that's where a lot of us are that's where a lot of women can mm-hmm. can find themselves and it's it's very draining and it's I'm sure that and if if you're you know listeners right now feeling yep that's how I feel I feel burdened I feel like my mind is constantly what am I going to eat how am I going to work out or I haven't worked out in so long and I feel guilty or I feel like I can never do enough and I'm not seeing results and we're constantly caught up in this like it's never enough and the goalpost feels like it moves you know every time we we try a little harder we do a little more it just feels like it's never going to be enough and and I just think of Jesus is like come to me and and find rest for your souls and that's where we need we need to find rest for our souls in him and then everything that we everything else that that you know when our heart when our hearts and our minds are renewed in him then what flows out of our heart is going to be changed and that's how we change it we don't change it from the outside we don't change like hey, i'm going to change my diet i'm going to change my workout we start from the inside out we start with the inside god i surrender my heart to you i surrender this area of my life to you do a work on me holy spirit i surrender like holy spirit enable me to live by what you say by da- by true daily bread and then everything else that we do will be changed not because we're trying to change it but because it's the Christ in you and it and it flows out of you and that's that's where transformation happens is is literally be transformed by the renewing of your mind from the inside out yes ma'am ain't that the truth it's you know i i often tell um the people i work with and you know it's just part of what I feel my calling is to do is just help remove some of so much of the mind drama, you know, is like when you can find your stride and the, in that really, um, 
that spirit-based approach in in feeding your body as a holy temple and, and doing all to the glory of God. And, and you just remove so much of that mind drama. I'm, I'm always saying we don't want to give so much real estate in our minds to yes. all of this stuff. You know, what is she eating? What am I eating? You know, how much do I weigh? What am I eating later? i got to work out. Blah, 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 blah. You know, all that uh. stuff. And it just takes up so much space that really is missing an opportunity to be connecting with the Lord. And, um, and so I think uh, probably – that is what all of us who are in this space, we know, we desire that, right? We desire mm. to feel that way and approach that way. Um, but in the book, you know, you said that your version of healthy was to avoid cupcakes like the plague and put in lots of exercise hours, you know. And I think that's a, probably a strategy a lot of women rely on and are kind of miserable in that, kind of like you were just, you know, saying, um, but they don't. They don't know how to change it. Um, and so you, you've given some good ad- advice and, and um, guidance here on what we do um, to kind of pull us out of that stronghold. Um, but I wanted to ask, what is your dietary approach now? How do you approach diet? Yeah. And what does that look like for you? I love that question. And I love what you said, that it takes up so much real estate. I think that so I I definitely relate to that. I feel like a lot of it seems like a lot of us really can because it is like it just takes up so much space. And so even now with uh, food, um, I love food. That's the thing. Like God made me like I I love it and not me too. And I used to it's so funny because like I was I would come home, you know, in fourth grade and I'd watch the Food Network for hours, you know, well before I ever struggled with any kind of you know disordered eating or anything like that and I love to bake and cook and so but for a long time it was so consuming it was what am I gonna eat what's my next meal and my snack and my metabolism and and now it's so funny because I'm just at such a place where and that and that's the thing that's the hope for all of us that especially you know definitely with not especially with, by the grace of God um that it doesn't take up you know real estate if anything any real estate that it takes up now is just good like I love to cook I love to be in the kitchen I love to be you know just making yummy food and so now food for me even this past summer like I'm constantly learning and growing and I love the science behind it that's just the way that God made me personally and so now when it comes to food um, I'm super focused on uh, no dieting, absolutely no dieting at all. But really the way that I would like to describe my eating is like intuitive eating with intentional nourishment. And maybe I should say intentional nourishment first, be even before intuitive eating. Um, because I think that um, at least from what I've discovered that so many women are just so undernourished, you know, we're just told and sold to just eat less and eat low calorie and how much can you not eat? And it's just so not the way that God even designed our bodies. Um, you know, our brain needs glucose and if we don't give it glucose, it will make glucose and we don't want gluconeogenesis happening. So anyway, I love all the science stuff, but, um, and just the way that really God just made us, but I really focus on eating a protein and a carb every three to four hours now. And that's the thing. It is not, and I really will say this, it is not out of another diet or another way of eating or whatever. It's truly out of a place of, you know what, I'm done intermittent fasting. I'm done with all these crazy diets. And I've been done with, you know, diets, dieting for years. But I I just, you know, as I've grown and as I've learned, 
I just, you know, I tried intermittent fasting and, and that's the thing out of freedom. I'm free to do, you know, I'm just free. I'm free. And so I, I tried it and it was it truly in the name of health. And, and that just really led me to a place of being completely undernourished. My hormones were messed up. So this past summer, I really dove into understanding just how God created our bodies and our metabolism and our hormones. And so I am just feeling so good. I'm actually like so excited because it's really been working for me. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I got here we are women. That's just the way that God made us. And so I'm not ashamed to say this, but I had like my first pain-free period that I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm so proud because I'm like, God, thank you so much for leading me to this place of like truly health. You know, we're so focused on health of the outside, but we just, it's not how we look, you know, there's so much more. And so coming from the girl who was diagnosed with hypothyroidism and you have such low progesterone that you'll never be able to have a baby and all this stuff. Now I'm in a place with my health and my hormones and my body where I'm just feeling, I'm truly feeling so healthy. And so eating protein and carbs every three to four hours to keep my blood sugar stable and to just feel really, really good. Um, I'm just feeling so, so good. So eggs and orange juice for breakfast and, um, you know, just like, I don't know, tuna with, uh, potatoes. I don't even know. Just like yummy food. I don't even, I, I just, I love to nourish my body and try new recipes. And, um, I made some like super yummy spaghetti squash with like some, grass-fed beef meatball thing last night with some spinach pesto it was delicious it was so good so yeah just nourishing nourishing my body and I feel really really good so it's been it's been a journey but pro-metabolic eating with intuitive eating and intentional nourishment I know those are a lot of big words but that's where I'm at so and I'm feeling really good that's (laughs) wonderful and you know it is about you, I think that's so good. You know, you have to kind of figure out what works for you. There is no, I just want to tell everybody, there's no one right diet for every mm-hmm. single person, you know. And we, now I do I do a lot of intermittent fasting, but, uh, you know, I'm glad you said that because maybe for some people it doesn't work. And so mm-hmm. and when I um, when I work with people and I have a program and we do some intermittent fasting, but, you know, it's very um, – there's no set you have to fast this you know this many hours a night i'm like 10 12 you know even any it's it's gonna vary from person to person and i don't think people you know i think we feel like a failure for like well she's fasting 16 hours and i'm fasting you know 10 or she's eating like this and i'm eating like this well every each person has kind of their own um well a lot of internal things going on gut bacteria and hormones and all these things that we have to we have to consider but i'm so glad you said that but one thing that stands out is is the protein and i think that um i think a lot of women don't get enough protein do you see that Mm -hmm. oh my goodness i could not agree more i could not agree more it really is amazing like it's sometimes it's like it's exactly what you're saying chelsea like And that's the thing. I think everyone is at such a different place in not only their journey with, you know, food, but mentally, like mentally, even where everybody's at with with their body and food and their place with God and surrendering. Um, You know, if if somebody would have told me something, anything years ago, I would have been like, well, no, because this is the only way. And so it's a it's really a mindset thing, you know, as well. And, um, and that is the thing. Like, I just, I just, I just totally agree with you. I could not agree more with you at all. And, um, 
And yes, with the protein thing, um, it's amazing how much better that you feel when you're simply just getting enough protein. It really is incredible. And in even studying that, you know, this summer getting certified as a, you know, a health coach, uh, it's just like carb spare protein and learning about carbs and protein. And it's just so interesting to me. And it's just really amazing how simple it is. It's so simple. Nourish your body, give your body protein and carbs and fat. And, and just, I, it's funny, Chelsea, I was reading Mark this morning and I was reading, <laughs> I was reading about John the Baptist and this is literally, it's so funny. I'm like, okay, God, this is just the way that you made me. I'm like reading about John the Baptist eating locusts and honey. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and I'm not saying I'm eating bugs or I'm, I don't eat bugs. I'm not promoting eating bugs, but I'm thinking, wow, John the Baptist had a really good way of eating. I'm like, he's got his high protein in there. He's got his easily digestible carbs i'm thinking he has some really good blood sugar from being out in the wilderness i'm like this guy is eating really well and he probably has some super happy hormones so yeah i know i've i've thought the same thing i've talked about that before too and you know there's the when i the way i was trained in nutrition and you know i don't know if you've ever read anything about weston a price the dentist who traveled the world and studied cultures and and they're eating and he really he was a dentist and he was like why are all my patients like why are there you know they all these cavities and what is going on and he just he wanted to study other um native cultures in the world and so as he did he saw they all they all had these beautiful teeth they were eating real food which was the main Mm -hmm. thing and he really expected to find a you know a culture or you know people that were um eating maybe vegan or vegetarian and that would be thriving and he really didn't and it made me yes. think of that with the with the the crickets the grasshoppers because um <laughs> because even for people that you know there and he found you know different macronutrient ratios all around the world they weren't even really talking about that but some people were higher in carbs some were higher in fat and some protein mm-hmm. but even those that didn't have a lot of um you know, animal-based protein may be available. They were eating the bugs and they were getting protein. He didn't see any thriving culture that didn't have some form of um, animal-based protein. And so- um, I've totally heard of him. And I love, I love that. And I, I, I actually remember uh, learning about that a few years ago. And how fascinating is that? I know, so fascinating. But it really is. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I have tried. Have you ever had those Exo bars? They're made with cricket protein. <gasps> My friend just posted on that on her story the other day, and she did a poll. She was like, "Would you try these?" And I had to really, I really had to think about this for a second. And I, I just. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm strong enough to do it. I mean, I I feel like maybe we accidentally eat bugs all the time. You know, whatever you hear those statistics, you're like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know the statistics of how many bugs I accidentally eat. But I don't think I could do it. I don't know. I'm not as brave as John the Baptist. J to the B. John the Baptist. I know. I I have tried them and you can't you cannot even tell. I think it's more of a mental thing. If somebody just handed you one it and wrapped and you ate it, you're like, oh, it's fine, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a mental thing about that. It totally, is. Um, it totally is. So you know, with the protein. So one thing I read in your book, which I was like, I wanted to high five you because you're like, I'm not a numbers girl, and I am not a numbers girl either. I don't, <laughs> I don't, and you know, and I always tell people here again, it's all about what works for you. But for me, it mm-hmm. makes me a little crazy in the head if I start trying to count everything and track everything mm-hmm. and it it's just not good for me um no personally and so I don't but so and you don't either um well you, you're not a, a big numbers person so how do you um how do you 
make sure you're getting everything that you need. Are you, I mean, I guess if you're adding protein to almost every meal, that's how, that's kind of what I do. That's my approach is trying to get protein at, at pretty much every meal. Um, and just as, so as far as getting enough protein, cause I don't weigh it out and all that kind of stuff. How do you approach that? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a great question. I feel like, I, I think that's a lot of, you know, there's that just constant, like not struggle, but maybe just like tension of like, okay, I don't want to be counting and, you know, obsessing with numbers, but I do want to be, you know, nourishing my body and making sure that I am giving my body enough protein just from like I, a health standpoint of like, I just want to feel good, you know, and how do I know if I'm getting enough? And I do think a lot of people struggle with getting enough protein. I definitely did. And yeah. I didn't even realize it. Um, and so for me, yeah, it's it's keeping it super, super simple. Um, I would say like, yeah, eating eating every three to four hours is just a general rule of thumb for me just to, you know, that that's just what works for me now in my life of eating protein with every single meal and every single snack. Um, and then and then, yeah, just kind of like understanding and not in a way of like, OK, I have to know this portion because I have to eat. Not that at all, but just like looking at your snacks and looking at your plate, looking at your food and being able to see like, yeah, this is like this is enough protein. You know what I mean? It's not just like a tiny little bit and it's really, you know, I don't know, like not enough, I guess. So just kind of like having a general understanding of uh portion sizing and like okay I know that in two eggs I'm gonna get this amount of protein just a general like I don't even know I don't know the exact amount I'm like I don't know maybe 15 grams or something I don't know um I know that it's enough for me and enough for this meal um so yeah I would just say having you know a source of protein with every single meal and snack um throughout the whole entire day and that's really that's what's really worked for me in in a in an easy way to get enough throughout the day Mm -hmm. um I don't know if you if you have protein type recommendations. I mean, I tell people to shoot for 70 to 90 grams. um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are some professionals that say even shoot for more, you know, your 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 target healthy weight and eat that many grams of protein, which, you know, that can be a whole lot. And so that's getting kind of specific for with numbers. But I think sometimes people just like to have an idea to, to start with, you know, and and then maybe. Um, you know, pay attention like, okay, yeah, two eggs has this much protein or, you know, this portion of tuna has this much protein just to get it, you know, have an idea in in your head. But are are those about along the lines of, of protein recommendations that you kind of shoot for? Yep. Yep. That's literally you pretty, I, I agree with you. My, my, and my numbers, that's the thing. I, we don't, neither of us do numbers, but I, I do think it is helpful to the extent, you know what I mean? Like it's for me, it's like, yeah, it's like 85 to hundred grams. So it's like, that, that's right. Exactly where you're at. You know, you 70 to 90, 70 to 90, 85, a hundred, yeah, you know, 70, a hundred, you yes. know, in the general rule, those numbers. Um, and I think it's really more of just like, if you're not, you don't, maybe it's just kind of helpful when you realize like, oh, okay, I'm not getting enough protein. And so maybe for like a, just a couple of days, like, okay, this is how much protein is in a can of tuna. This is how much is in, and then, okay, you know, I'm generally getting enough. And so that's kind of how I look at it. I'm not like, okay, you know, did I get my, you know, 75, 80 grams of protein today? I just now know, hey, if I'm eating this much protein at breakfast and this much in a snack, the way that I like to think about it is like, and, th- and, th- and that's the thing. I-, I don't count the numbers or anything like that, but just a general understanding of the portion sizes. If I know I'm getting around 20 grams of protein 
every meal. And if I'm getting about 10 to 15 grams every snack, I'm going to be getting enough protein throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And that, and I, and that, that's how I, and I feel really good when I'm eating that amount of protein. I feel good. My hormones are doing good. My sleep is good. My energy is good. So, um, you know, my hair is good. Everything's good. So that's kind of how I like to gauge it. Yeah, I feel really good on more protein as well. I mean, it is the most satiating macronutrient. So it is the one that's going to make you feel um, full and satisfied. And so, yeah, I always um, recommend people really focus on, you know, getting enough protein. Like like we said, I just don't think women get enough or they underestimate what they're getting. So um, that's important. Um, let's talk about fitness. Um, yes. I I'm a walker. I love I'm always joking here every day. I walk every day, almost every day, probably five to six days a week for about an hour. Um, and then I will usually add in sprints a few times a week. I'm not a runner, but I don't mind doing sprints. So I've never been a, you know, a jogger runner or anything like that, but I, I like doing sprints. I do yoga once a week. I'm just, I struggle with, um, adding in strength training for some reason. I, it's just kind of an ongoing hurdle for me. I cannot make Make it stick. And part of that is because by the time I walk for an hour every day, I just, I don't have time to do, you know, like an hour long, whole nother workout or anything like that. So what do you, talk to me about strength training. What are some of the biggest bang for your buck strength moves? And I I will also say though, in your book, you have a philosophy of core before more. So tell us about that as well. Yes. Well, considering that my poor husband, he it makes me immediately think of my husband. His back just completely got thrown out this week and he wasn't even able to walk. And it just reminded me so much like how important it is to, you know, well, he's had hip and back injuries for years doing karate and stuff like that. But anyway, so him, um, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, babe, you have to be strengthening your core like it's so important. We just really underestimate it's not about you know having abs and ripped whatever it's like if we can get our eyes away from the mirror for like just you know well forever really and just let our bodies do whatever they're going to do let our bodies change in the way that they're going to change but really take care of ourselves from a standpoint of like okay I'm going to take care of my health and taking care of your core and really strengthening um truly your inner core like I'm talking like we want to really we want to strengthen our glutes and everything's interconnected having strong glutes, having a strong core, um, that's really setting us up for the foundation of, of just, you know, being able to, oh my goodness, move in life. You know what I mean? We need to be able to, you know, walk and move and feel good. And so having a strong core, having strong glutes, um, you know, strong lower back, strong upper back, just, we want to be, you know, strengthening those areas so that we, you know, ultimately we're not, you know, getting injured or we're not, you know, picking something up, picking up our groceries and, oh, there goes my back, you know. Um, I don't think any of us wants that. And so I really love just even from the standpoint of, of strength training and, and, you know, training your core from the standpoint of like just genuinely like being able to do life in a way that we're constantly that that what okay here here's what I'll say Chelsea uh because I could just go on and on and on (laughs) doing the basic strength moves so squatting pushing pulling lifting so that's why I really love strength training um doing your squats doing your overhead presses you know pulling doing your rows because those are movements that we're doing in life 
whether we want to do them or not. You know, we are squatting down to pick up our children or we are squatting down to get that thing off of the floor. We are squatting down to clean our, you know, floors. We're, you know, pulling up our groceries. We're pulling up, picking up our kids. So doing moves, doing strength moves that simply are just complementing your life and in a way that you're doing it in a safe, progressive way um, is going to set you up to not be injured and to be able to do those things that you're doing in your life in a way that, you know, you don't get tired carrying your groceries in. Um, and you can, hey, you can pick up all your grocery bags and carry them at once instead of going back, you know, for a million trips to the car because you got strong biceps and triceps. And so, you know, it's not about being a bodybuilder or anything. And that's great if that's what you want to do. All do, do you, do whatever God puts in your heart. But for me, it's just like, I just want to be strong and feel good in my life and not be injured and so yes training your core doing your planks doing your deep inner core work um, and making sure that you know doing your squats doing your even your you know I, I think of like booty bridges you know just doing these movements that are really setting you up to not be injured um, and if we can kind of look at it from a place like that like exactly like what you're saying Chelsea I think the first thing that we need to realize is any sort of movement that you like to do absolutely do it. Now, if you're doing high intensity training, you definitely want to make sure that you're being, you're feeling your body for that to not stress your body out more because working out is stressful to the body. And if you're not providing your body with enough nutrients, it's just going to be, you're going to be tearing down muscle and not not rebuilding it because you're not nourishing properly. So getting your sleep and your nourishment down before you do any sort of high intensity, absolutely essential. And then like you're saying, like you love walking. That is so good. That is so good. And then you're like, you know what? Not really. I don't really love strength training. I can't really get into it. That's that's great. So it's like, okay, if uh, the mindset of like, okay, I'm already doing these things in my day to day life. I'm already picking things up. I'm already squatting down. I'm going to do 10 minutes twice a week literally 10 minutes of 10 squats and, you know, one minute plank and, you know, 10 overhead presses and 10 rows. And that's all I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it three times. I'm going to do three rounds of it and I'm done. And then I'm going to do it one more time later on the week and that's it. And that's it. And that's all that it can be. It doesn't have to be crazy or super I don't know, super something that drains you or sucks the life out of you or something that you don't enjoy doing, but just like, okay, I do this in my everyday life already. I don't, I want to, you know, prevent injury. I want to feel good and I want to be strong. And so that's what I'm going to do. So strength training in the sense of that, you know, kind of looking at it through that kind of lens is just, is wonderful. And then you're, you know, you're building muscle and uh, muscle tone and uh, it, gosh, it's just such a great workout. It's very, very low stress to the body, especially when you are nourishing yourself. I think that walking and a little bit of strength training is like is the golden combination I, I really really think that's it um at, at least that's where I'm at in my life so I I love it I love that you're walking and I think that just a little bit of strength training is uh is beautiful so I yeah I think um you know sometimes we make we build it up so big in our head like I have to do this big strength training you know program and it becomes kind of overwhelming in your head and so then you just don't do it which is silly right. but um but I'm glad to know that and you have some really good um easy simple to follow um little exercise routines in your book which is great so that's what maybe i'm going to start with that and so you gave us some really good um yes you know thing for your bike exercises so i'm gonna i'm gonna crack it open and, and do some of those and, and they're and they're quick it. they're not they don't take a really they're long super time quick. so 
Yeah. I appreciate exactly. that. That's right. Oh, good. Yes. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> yep. Um, it's so funny. You're talking about the groceries. I mean, girl, when I'm unloading the groceries, I will put so many bags on my body so I don't have to keep <laughs> going out to the car. <laughs> I just had this vision that's when of me. We, that's when we all put ourselves to the ultimate test. We're like, I am going to carry these groceries in no matter what. Oh, my gosh. And I have these, like, all these steps. Well, not a ton, but some steps I have to get up to in my house. And, I mean, it is, it is kind of comical about like, This is my workout because I have Literally. 22 bags on my arms. And, um, but and then gonna, your circulation's cut off by the time you get into the house. Totally. But, um, hey, that's it. a good good measure of um, your strength there. So. Um, one thing you have a, um, you have a chapter in your book or or, a part of in your book that you say that God is never in a rush and Mm -hmm. he created everything that way, you know? So you said, instead of fighting, instead of fighting it, embrace the opportunity to be present in the moment and be present to your maker. And it made me think that, um, I just love that, that those kind of things just make me take a deep breath. Like, okay. Which I love. But, you know, I think a common issue for so many of us is that we're in this huge rush, you know, to see results. Mm. We want to see the results on the scale or we want to see the muscle definition or we want, you know, to immediately have our health ailment go away. And Mm. um, and I'm trying to I always try to remind people, you know, we've got to give our bodies time to change and heal and and I say a lot your body has to believe you because I think a lot of us you know there's a history inside of us that our our bodies are so smart God designed us so smart but our bodies know you know if there's this history of yo-yo dieting or this history of going on and and I think our bodies are wise to that and they they just want to want to stick it out so it feels comfortable releasing releasing toxins releasing stress Mm. releasing fat in that you know and so when you are giving the, the time and the grace that it needs that will happen but do you run into that a lot and and how do you how do you kind of guide others to keep going you know when they want to throw in the towel because they're not seeing results yeah okay well first of all Chelsea I think that's one of my favorite things that I've heard in a very 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 long time our bodies have to believe you your body has to believe you yeah I think that is so powerful I think that was Honestly, when I look back in my life and in my journey with health and fitness and my body, that that was truly one of the I, I, I didn't word it like that. Obviously, that's a perfect, beautiful way to word it. But now that there's a wording to that, I am going to remember that forever because our bodies really do have to believe us. I love the way that you put that. And that was one of the most healing things for me is letting my body believe me, letting my body know, like, I'm not going to starve you anymore. I'm not going to restrict, you know, you anymore. I'm not going to withhold food from you anymore. And um, so. I just love, I just, I love that. But I will say, yeah, I I feel like a lot of the time, you know, even when we look at the way that God made, you know, our bodies and even the way that he even made nature, you know, like we don't plant a tree and like even a year later, you know, and think about like an oak tree, we don't plant it. And then one year later, you know, bring a tire swing over and, (laughs) and try to hang it up and enjoy the shade and enjoy the strength of that tree. Um, and, and, and have some picnic under this, you know, tree with our tire swing. And it, it, we just, we don't do that. We don't expect nature to do that. And yet we place these expectations on ourselves and our bodies to be just like, okay, I'm going to do one workout for one week and I'm going to be just totally transformed. And I think the way, and, and that's the thing, it, it, you know, everybody feels like that. I, we all have felt like that. I feel like that is absolutely, you know, it's, it's in an, 
in the diet world, in this world that we're told and sold to again, like it's not our fault that we live in a diet world, a diet culture. But at the same time, we don't have to believe those lies of like, oh, I'm not seeing results and and that I'm just going to give up or I'm just, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm constantly starting and stopping. And a lot of women struggle with that. And because we want to see results, we want to know that what we're doing is working. We want to know that it's successful. You know, it's like we don't want that. It, the, that the Bible says that over and over, you know, you reap what you sow. And so we want to be reaping what we've sown. And, you know, when we're sowing good habits, when we're eating well, we're working out, we want to see the fruit of our labor, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it there is, you know, the discouragement and the frustration when we're trying really hard and we're not seeing the results. And so I would say that the biggest thing for for me and what I always tell other people is to just measure your progress not for not with the results that you want to have. Don't measure your progress with the end result. Don't measure your progress with, well, where do I want to end up? Measure your progress with what did I do today? What action did I do today to get me closer to my goal to get me one step further and that's the that's the other thing is at at the very same time the way that I look at it too is not even thinking about tomorrow like and and that's the thing we want to plan and we want to you know whatever but at this at the very same time I think there's so much power in like like what Jesus said don't even give thought for tomorrow like literally just saying I'm gonna do what I'm going to do today. I'm going to do what God's calling me to do today. I'm going to take care of my body that God gave me today in whatever that looks like, whether it's a rest day or a day of walking or working out or strength training, whatever that looks like, I'm going to do it today. And that's all. That's where I measure. That's the end of where I'm measuring my progress. Like, did I do this action today? Whatever that action was, not am I where I want to be? Because ultimately, if we're constantly measuring ourselves with where we want to be with the end result, where we want to you know, end up, we're going to give up because we get discouraged because we don't. Whoever accomplished anything in one week that was amazing, whoever accomplished anything amazing in even a few months, like it, it takes. That's the thing. Like anybody that's ever done anything amazing or great, it's taken persistence. It's taken consistency and and we want everything here and now. We want things in the snap. Of, you know, we want to snap our fingers and and have the, the transformation. And that's just not the way that God made us. That's not the way that God made our bodies. And so, you know, to be frustrated that we're not seeing results in a week or two weeks or even a month, like we have to give ourselves, we have to be persistent and consistent. And the way that we do that is by not giving into the defeat of, well, I'm not where I want to be yet. Because if we're always measuring ourselves up against that, we're never going to get to where we want to be. But if we're measuring ourselves with, did I do what I said that I'm going to do or what is really in my heart to do today? Yep. Okay. That's it. That's it. I'm just going to do my best and I'm going to leave the rest up to God and my body and I'm going to let it change how it changes. And then there's so much freedom and then you can enjoy your workouts. You're not focused on, well, how how are the results going to be or whatever? It's just so much freedom and grace and, and patience. And then, and then guess what? You get to where you want to be and you stay there because you're just doing what you've always done. You're, you're, you have the habits and you have the consistency and you didn't get discouraged and give up. Um, Never, ever, ever give up. You can do what you put your mind to do. God made our minds incredible. And I, I just I, I just really believe that uh, by the grace of God and, and, and honestly by praying. I pray about this. I'm like, God, enable me to do everything that you've called me to do. 
you know, and, and, and everything that you've put in my heart. I want to strengthen my arms. I want to be strong in you and I need help. I'm incapable of doing it by myself. So please help me. And he does. I pray over my habits. I pray over my routines. I pray over my workouts. I pray over everything because I'm, I literally can't do anything without God. So, um, if we can remember that, that transformation starts on the inside, where is your mindset at? Where is your truth? Like, what are you focusing on? And then the transformation again flows out of that from what's going on on the inside. That's so good. I think that's a great advice is to just measure it against what you did for the day. You know, how was my day? Mm -hmm. What did I accomplish today? And the more you do that, those build, you know, and um, yes, and that's how you build the habit. And yeah, stay consistent. And that is that's excellent. Um, oh, this has been so awesome. I'm going to ask you the anchor questions, which is what I ask all of my guests on the podcast. And so the first one is, what is your anchor meal, which is your go-to healthy meal? You have it often. You usually have the ingredients ready to go, and it's just kind of a no-brainer for you. Okay, well, uh, my go-to for my breakfast, that that's the one that I can think of because I pretty much eat it every single day. It's two eggs. Uh, two pasture-raised eggs with some ghee and some orange juice. I just love the protein, all the minerals, uh, the perfect. It's just a good balance of protein carb. It's simple, easily digestible. It's a great. It's not super, like, heavy for me. It's just I feel really good. Um, so that, I mean, that's kind of, I feel like breakfast is like a boring, like, cause it's like breakfast. No, but like, I, okay. I will say a meal, perfect. like a real I meal, it. like a, I love like eggs. a dinner meal. I always meal. tell people if... If I had to pick one, if, if I was going to be stranded on a desert island and then I could only pick one, like, nutritious food, it would be eggs. Like, the fact that I'll only oh, take one thing with yes. me. <laughs> Amen. That, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you. That would be it. If followed by a second, a close avocado. And avocado oh, and eggs are so yes. good together, too. A close avocado that I could not agree more with you. Yes, yes, and yes. Yep, so I delicious. It. I mean, really, I try to – we try to eat eggs. Oh, and we have chickens, and they are they are just being <gasps> the, the biggest rock stars right now. I mean, we have oh. – I've made so much egg salad and boiled eggs and oh. omelets, and, I mean, they're just oh cranking for some reason. I don't know. I guess the, the, the weather's warming up, and they're just happy campers, and I am too. So we've wow. been eating You're... a lot of eggs. <laughs> You're living my dream. My dream is to have chickens, and I just want them so bad. And it's so much better. It's so much better. Yeah, with, um, oh, they're pretty fun. I'm so happy for you that you have chickens. Yep, they're pretty. Uh, they're they lay these. I can't remember the type they are, but they're the kind that lay the pretty kind of blue green eggs. They're like Easter oh, eggs all the time. They're so pretty. My goodness, and delicious. Um, okay. Um, oh, and you know, I wanted to mention that in your book, you have you have some really good simple recipes. Um, that I appreciate. I like the way your book's laid out because it's the, the chapters, it's it's truly a spirit, mind, body approach. And the, the chapters are laid out. And, you know, in some chapters you'll, you'll have a, a fitness routine and some you'll have a, um, a recipe. And I like that. It just feels very doable and not overwhelming. <laughs> so... Good, I'm good so job. <laughs> Little bite-sized everything, bite-sized devotion, bite-sized recipes, bite-sized workouts. Yes, you know, one step at a time. It's easy to do, and I tried the um, I tried the gorilla milk because I was like, oh, oh, this looks interesting. And so it's basically mixing. You, I went and got my juicer out of the garage because I haven't used it in a while. Plus, it's been winter, and I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't. I don't like to yeah, cold drink juice, cold things winter. when I'm cold. But anyway, it's kind of warming yeah. up. And so I was like, oh, that sounds kind of good. And so it's a mix of uh, celery and cucumber and spinach. And I had all those things on hand. 
And so I juiced those and then mixed them with some almond milk. And it was really good. And it made the, the you know, a green juice for some people can be hard to get down. But mixing it with a with some a nut milk, is, it makes it more palatable. Yes, yes. And the cucumber and the celery, just really hydrating and really good mm-hmm. minerals. And, um, oh, my gosh, just so good for you on a cellular level. And I think, yeah, green juice can definitely be intimidating. And I will say that recipe goes to a whole new level when you make the homemade almond milk. There's a recipe for that in the book as well. And, oh, my goodness, like that is – it's so refreshing. Like it it really is – it's funny because I feel like your body starts to like crave it. And it's just so – like it's so easy to actually enjoy And you're like, wait a minute, I'm actually enjoying this green juice right now. Like, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. And so it's a, yeah, it's a great place to start uh, for, and and even stay, you know, for people that are like, oh, green juice. I don't know about that, but it is really, really good. Yeah. It was really I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I did. I I think I'm going to incorporate that more. That was, um, yeah, it was really good. Um, Okay. How about your favorite anchor verse? This might be hard to to choose. That's like trying to choose a baby, but your favorite baby, but, um, favorite Bible verse or just one you're really leaning into right now yeah I will say uh, the one that just comes straight to my mind there's really two but Exodus 14 14 you know you only need to be still and the Lord will fight for you and gosh right before he parted the Red Sea like and and you think about like how incredible that and scary that circumstance must have been of just like okay we're gonna be literally you know, we're being attacked. We're basically going to be killed and there's no way out. And, and God's telling you, dude, just be still. And you're like, what? And and it's just really incredible. Just that really the Lord's timing is perfect. It, the, the verse always reminds me the Lord's timing is perfect. He's also a miracle. Uh, he, he, he does. He performs miracles. God is a miracle worker in our life. He makes a way where there is no way. He fights for us when we are being completely surrounded and um, and that we get to be still in him. And there's nothing in our own effort that we can even do except for just be still and let him fight for us. And so, and that was really a verse that came to me in the in the middle of my eating disorder. Exodus fourteen fourteen um, is just a really, really uh, a verse that I really hold very, very near and dear to my heart. Um, and uh, honestly, I feel like okay, I could do, I probably won't go on, but Exodus fourteen fourteen is really good, and I'm actually really enjoying some funny little random verses in the Bible that I feel like the Lord is really just like opening my eyes to. I just little ones where Jesus walked by the sea. Jesus went down and he sat by the sea and, and, or Jesus, you know, got up, he rose up early in the morning and he went up, hiked up a mountain. And I'm just like finding these verses and I'm just seeing like, I don't know. I just see the beauty in like Jesus and what he did and how he lived. And he went and sat down by the ocean. Just being human, you know? Yeah. I just love it. I'm loving those verses lately. I really, and I've never seen them really before. Like in, in that kind of way, I would just always read past them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Jesus went up, hiked mountain. Okay. Whatever. But on to the main point. But I'm like, wait a minute, that verse is really cool. And I'm really loving it. So I love that. I love that Exodus 14, 14. I want to go and I'm going to go open my Bible and read around that one. That's a great one. Nobody's ever mentioned that one before. So I love that. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. I was thinking earlier when we're winding down here, but I was just thinking earlier how remarkable it is that um, to be such a, a young a person, you know, going through an eating disorder um, or disordered eating at that young age, but having, knowing the Lord and, you know, I guess, you know, being raised in a, in a Christian family and having that foundation 
Um, I just I went to Bible study today and we were just talking about the importance of laying a good foundation in your children's mm-hmm. hearts. And so that's probably why it's coming to my mind that you had that foundation and it's what it's what sprung to you from your 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 inner self is you know that you could see and feel and know the Lord in this and that it it pulled you out at that young age where I think so many young people struggle and I just think that's really beautiful and remarkable and just reminding to um, you know the parents out there to you know lay that foundation for your children you know and just um, and, and help them know the Lord. It's kind of like, it's in the same way we lay this foundation of of eating well and taking care of your body. And, you know, our kids, you know, my kids are, I've got a teenager and, you know, they don't like the way I want them to eat. And I know they're going to stray. They're going to get off on their own. They're going to eat a bunch of crap. But my hope is that they're, they will circle back to the foundation because they know yes. they were exposed. They know. And it's not like mm-hmm. not knowing not knowing how to eat well, not knowing the Lord at all. And so I, I just, that's kind of what came to me. And I just think your, your story is really remarkable. And um, wow. I'm so grateful to have connected with you and um, and read your book. It's I wonderful. Love, uh, well, I, I literally love that so much. And I feel like right when you said that, it really did remind me of when Jesus, you know, he said, it just, you know, the two builders, you know, one built his house on the sand and one built his house on the rock. And either way, either way, the storm came. It, it, it's not the, the, the foundation. OK, is it going to be on the rock or is it going to be on the sand? That's up to, you know, and as a parent, it's like you giving your child that foundation. Um, you know, the storms are going to come no matter what they're going to come. And so, you know, but having that foundation, having that foundation of being built on the rock of pointing your children to Jesus and raising them to know him and his words. And, um, and when the storms come and they will knowing that it's not about preventing the storms or keeping your kids, you know, okay, well, my daughter, I I messed up because now she has an eating disorder. No, it's like the Lord, you know, the storms are going to come. And, but, but I'm so thankful that, you know, um, yeah, that my parents raised me in that way. And that, um, you know, take heart parents that maybe your kids are going through a storm right now. Um, you know, train up a child in the way that they should go. And and when they're old, they won't depart from it. And that is a promise from God. And, and sometimes it's like, gosh, it just feels like those promises. They just take forever. We can't see it right now, but oh my goodness, you know, um, even though the storms come because they come to all of us, whether mm-hmm. our foundation is on the, is on Jesus or not, um, we have, we've given them a good foundation. You know, you've given them a good foundation and, and they, we, they will be seen through the storm. You're a great example God. of that, you know, and you had, oh. you had the word night of your heart. It was there. Um, so you could, you could rely on that. You know, it just came to you more easily. Yes. I just, I just love that. Yeah. I love that too. Um, okay, Good tell reminder. everybody where they can connect with you. We so you said YouTube. We've got your book, which is growing strong. It's wonderful. Um, highly recommend it. But tell people where they can find find you more. Yes. So cambriajoy.com slash book. You can grab Growing Strong, cambriajoy.com. You can grab everything right there. Um, I'm cambriajoy on YouTube and I'm cambriajoy on Instagram. I'm pretty much cambriajoy everywhere. Um, but cambriajoy.com, you can literally find everything. You can find my Instagram, my YouTube, uh, the book, 
um, workout programs, everything like that. You can find everything. I'm, I'm just here to help and support you in whatever way that I can and um, to help you just feel to really live healthy from the inside out in a way that really makes you feel good. And um, so that's where I'm at. Cambria Joy on everything. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today and taking the time to be with us. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea. I had so much fun and thank you so much for having me. It was an honor and it was so much fun. All right, my friends. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.